Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Daily Transcendence Podcast. I'm G.O.D. And I'm Ray. And we're your hosts. Take a journey with us into the realms of some of humanity's most inner thoughts and theories about what lies before us and beyond the other side. Take a step back with us from the day-to-day heavy burdens of this constant evolving life. From awakening the collective, astrology, the spiritual divine, holistic health, shamanism, and quantum theory, to the frequencies and vibrations of our universe, history, religion, numerology, and so much more. We spend countless hours researching to bring you the breakdown of information from some of the greatest minds in these fields and even our own experiences. We're here to challenge your thoughts so that you can reshape your own minds and beliefs into ones that better serve you. We hope you enjoy the discussions about the supernatural and the ancient knowledge that we have become so fond of and we wish to share with you so that it may also help you on your quest in this human experience we're living. Let the transcendence begin. Godspeed and share on. Like and subscribe to The Daily Transcendence on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. To show support for the show, we ask you to join us on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and YouTube. There you can find more content, updates on new episodes, and more personal interactions from both Gio and I. We want to hear from you all and connect, so message us or email us at thedailytranscendence at gmail.com. As always, we entirely appreciate your support in allowing us to bring you this transmission. Welcome back to the Daily Transcendence. All right, episode episode 18. episode eighteen one eight eight equals nine nine equals the number of consciousness. Yes, we're gonna do that. We're gonna go into it. We're gonna go into the number of consciousness. We're gonna go into the number nine. How it plays into it. Yeah. How the Bible is filled with numerology. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, me and Gio wanted to have a little special conversation. Yeah, just kind of about see this where past we're, year. Yeah, see where we're at. Yeah, we want to see where our minds are at, and I mean, we really want to reflect on what the last year that we just spent um, a lot of time indoors and how it affected us. And I know a lot of people are going through a lot of things right now, and uh, obviously could have been a very negative and hard time for most people, and at least in their perspective of it. You know, people could have lost their jobs, their homes, uh, relationships were torn apart. Uh, so many things came with this pandemic. Uh, and now we're definitely well over a year. What was it back in, did we get the news, what, the end of January, right? Yeah. And then it was like more so going into that whole lockdown state of emergency. It was actually the Ides of March or the day before. So March 15th, oh, March 14th. Zach from the Gematri effect probably ate that up. Oh, yeah. You had the I know that Ides of March, I think, with him is like his channel was deleted or something like that. But Which, yeah, also, so that equals nine. Say shit. Three, see? one, five. Already connecting dots here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, we, we had a long year. It's definitely well over a year now. And, uh, we kind of really wanted to go into 
the opposing side of what probably a lot of people think about the pandemic is what what did you gain from it? A lot of the projections bad. Yeah, well, it's it's like well, it goes back to what I was saying. Like we, people lost jobs. They and if they lost their jobs, they lost money. And if they lost money, they lost their homes. And if they lost money in their homes, that relationships became torn. And if you spent a lot of time in in the same house with the same people, and you were miserable, that you fought with them. And so then now family is you know is affected, and mental health was a big one. And I, I really think that it's time to reflect a little bit on things we have gained. Uh, we know what we've lost already. It's very easy to, to see what we've lost yeah. from a situation like this. We're constantly being told, too. Right. Well, I, it's a lot of realizations for me of uh, when we put our power outside of ourselves, like we had mentioned last week is a big part of that conversation. Like when we put our power outside of ourselves and we depend on another person or a group of people or the government that things can be easily taken away from you. And you're not going to focus on what you're gaining from something. If you're constantly looking at things being taken away and things you're losing, whether it's uh, your freedoms or all the things I'd mentioned before with money and, and all your, your material belongings and stuff like that and relationships, like those things are like, Oh, those are like, those things make, who I am. So like, I have to have them because they define me. And from our conversation last week, why it's so important to keep it, keep the, the mindset, like, well, the things outside of me are a part of me and they reflect a part of me, but it's not actually who I am. You know, I just am. And, but you have to develop it from the inside out. And I think where we could begin with what we've gained from the pandemic is just that, you know, the shedding of the old and the shedding of what wasn't us and what we thought was us. And we had the opportunity to go in and really, you know, try and define who we are and start from scratch again. You know, we could look at that. We've lost our lives uh, or like our, the things we've earned up to that point, like the story we be, we began a long time ago. Uh, and now it's, it's in, if that's gone, in which for most people it is, a new story has to begin. But before we go into a new story, we have to say create a new character. You know, it's a new chapter. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it starts with shifting that mindset. You know, we constantly talk about the beliefs and how these beliefs make up um, a certain way of feeling in the body, and even our the way we end up thinking and the way we end up doing things. So, I mean, if during that whole time, you know, your mindset was very hyper-focused on the negativity that was, that was there and you never found a time to shift out of that, um, then, then you started identifying with that situation and that misery. Um, but there was ways, there was ways to be able to shift out of that despite the engulfing feeling of it, despite how much it was just constant and even just you t if you talk to anybody that was the first thing that anybody ever talked about was what was going on in the world and everything but there still is that safe place within yourself and within your mind that that's the thing that needed the work 
that's where everything came down to being able to be like, okay, well, I'm here now. I'm here within my mind. I'm no, what am I thinking? What am I, what am I believing? How is this making me feel? So, you know, in that problematic situation, you know, it was easy to get sucked into the negativity of it. Um, and then the problem was, were you going to stay there? And then it would, if you did, most likely you spiraled into a constant loop of, of just this bullshit of just feeling like nothing's changing. Everything's getting worse. I have nothing. I'm lacking stuff in my life. No excitement on top of it. Relationships were being affected. Uh, wondering about your mental health because then it's being viewed as a huge mental health crisis as well on top of it. Just not even just for people with mental health issues, but just for everybody. So, you know, and then you end up feeling like you're projecting yourself in a way in the world where it's like, oh, like now I'm like low and then people are coming around you and you feel like that you're bringing them down. Um, and that just causes more resistance elsewhere. So it's, you know, where did you actually, did you, and where did you actually refrain from that constant negative loop? And what did you do? And if you didn't, okay, well, here's what could have been done. And also, um, how to rewrite the story now. And like Ray said, form that new character and not be defined by maybe how you handled things. You know, it's never too late. No, it's, it's never too late, but uh, I really emphasize the fact that it was an opportunity to realize that it's not too late and that everyone was in the same boat. Everyone was dealing with the same exact thing, not the same exact thing, mm-hmm. but generally speaking, their life was being turned inside out and everyone's stories were being dismantled and taken apart and we had to put it back together again after and we still are you know we're at a point where we're where not that things are completely getting better again but you know it's been over a year i'm pretty sure we're now used to it and if there was things we had to work out a lot of us probably did work things out and i'm going to say i hope you guys did you know i hope you guys did try and work it out and that's why we, we want to make this part of the discussion today on you know, what did you do to, to better your situation uh, more on the emotional and mental level? Obviously, the physical, we weren't in complete control of it, uh, over it. You know, we weren't in control of uh, our income and things. And uh, not that we could not go, you know, we could go out and make money, and but we have to discover new ways. The, the, uh, the former ways of making cash and, and even going to meet new people. And if you were dating, you're trying to date and you're going, all that changed immensely and we had to figure out new ways we had to improvise but before we could do that we had to face the music we had to face ourselves and that's the way i see the pandemic i i you can name all the obvious negative things that we we just said mostly in the past few minutes here but the positive what's what did we gain you know to me an opportunity and an opportunity to redefine ourselves and to go into the mind and to try and if we had things that we needed to work out, well, guess what? You couldn't run away from it anymore. You couldn't go, uh, you couldn't be distracted. You couldn't go to work or go out on the weekend or this and that. And you could try and you would, you know, most, I think a lot of people at, at first, and me and you have talked about this, like people like saw it as like an opportunity, like, yo, fuck this. I'm just going to get drunk. You know, I'm just going to sit back, whatever. And now it's just another form of escape. Like 
eventually we had to sit with ourselves and that's what the pandemic gave us. And people flourished. You know, I saw a lot of content creators and things like, and people that wanted to really work on their, their, their creative side and their self-expression. And that's all this time that we were given was that opportunity, you know, to meditate and to, to drop all the definitions that we had had from years and years of what, of, of people telling us who we are and what we are and what we should be doing or what we assumed. So from what the society standards were, but the fact that society got ripped inside, you know, turned inside out. So now that's gone. The external things are gone. What are you left with? And the pandemic gave us that opportunity to realize, wow, this is what I'm left with. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that was there. I didn't know that trauma was there. I didn't know that, 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 that pattern of mine was even there because I was always distracted by work or other people or this and that. Now I can't even go out to the store and go buy milk without putting a face diaper on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's definitely, there was definitely a point where I think a lot of people were faced with having to, you know, listen, listen to the music and be like, oh shit, like you no longer were your job. You no longer were this. Like, I, I mean, I could even say for myself, I got to a certain point where I was just like, wow. I'm like, okay. Like I felt like nothing, nothing I was in the process of already doing before the pandemic seemed like it mattered anymore. It just seemed like I was like, wow, it's like everything could just be taken from you in the, in the blink of an eye. Um, and, you know, and it could, and there's no escape from it. There's no, there's nobody, you know, that, especially when everybody's going through it, it's not really anybody that can help you too. So it's like, how do you find that time to help yourself? And some people did, like we, like we're saying, and that's what we're trying to, you know, point out is that, you know, even including ourselves, you know, there's, there's things that were, that were done or could have been done you know, but we're also not going to just focus on that. We're going to focus on, okay, so maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't do those things. Maybe you didn't see the situation as an opportunity to grow and get better and to, to be stronger instead of focusing on the misery and focus on understanding that there is a possible solution or, you know, that there's something that you could have gained from it when you moved past it. Um, but, now there's a certain point where maybe that you're like, oh, well, you know, I, I feel like you may feel like things are either worse or you just feel like, OK, like uh, this is I'm, I'm so over this. I'm done. And that's a good thing. If you're feeling like you're over it, you're fed up, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know, I feel like if you have that feeling, that's like the first start to being able to change your mindset and how you're going to start going about your days. Um and that's the thing that uh, you can you can start by simply sitting with yourself and understanding and letting go, letting go of all the things that you thought were important and also eliminating things that, you know, and I think we all do, you know, what's toxic in your life. You're one of those people that are sitting there getting drunk constantly and or getting high or whatever, or, you know, eating all the time and just sitting on your ass and all this shit. Like, I get it. I get it. It sucked. I did it myself too um, for a little bit where I was just kind of like in my comfort zone and I was like, screw it. It was almost like an excuse, but that only just made things worse. That made the mind feel even more sick. I was just kind of like, I was like, fuck, I feel like a waste. And when you start feeling like a waste, then you start treating yourself that way too. And, and your mind knows how to play those tricks 
where you just start falling into that spiral. So now it's like realizing that. And if you're still in that spot, kind of, but you're ready to get out, now's the time to do it. You know, you don't want to be you don't want to be left behind. You know, there's there's this there's this whole thing. And like we said, like there's so many people that started businesses, got educations during this time or educated themselves, um, you know, or or found alternative ways to create an income or got more involved in in their in their communities. Um, also, people that have that despite all the staying away from family and stuff, they actually became closer and found ways to get closer with their family as well. You know, these are the productive types of things that, you know, we're talking about finding the situation, finding the opportunity in a bad situation, you know? And, um, and uh, once again, it's not too late. So now it's, you got to really ask yourself, what is it that I truly love? Why, why do I want to, even do what I'm doing. And you can look at the things you're already doing. Why are you doing them? Do they actually bring you joy? Do they, do they really benefit you in such a way? Or are they just a distraction from what you really need? And maybe you don't know what you need, but that's where this that's whole what, thing comes in. Yeah. That's, that's what needs to be figured out. Yeah. So how do we and do that? That's where, well, and that's my point with, this pandemic being an opportunity and it's something to gain from it. You know, uh, the first thing I gained definitely, and I've had this mindset for a long time, but I really got, when I finally got to see it actually happen in real time where our material life, when it comes to money and jobs and people and all that, these external things being so, you know, easily taken away from like to, to have it so easily ripped away from you made me realize even more. Like if I put, if I put all my my efforts and all my energy into these things outside of me and I don't know, or well, on the outside, these things mean more than the things on the inside. Because if I have a purpose and if I have a mission and I have an understanding of who I am and what brings me, uh, oh, what's that new term I, I learned today? Yudremai or yudremi, which is in like Greek. It was like it it's like it battles the word happiness like it's the opposite like happy is just this like happening like it's luck but there was this state i gotta i gotta have to look up the word but it was a greek word and it was like it was just like living the best life Mm. according to you and not what anyone else says like it's just being in that state of like i'm in a state of enjoyment and contentment constantly and i'm not looking for happiness i'm not looking for something to happen to cause me to feel a certain way i just am that way you know and what you got to realize is the things on the outside those external things that could be taken away from you you know your money and your belongings and like you have a nice car like someone could crash into it tomorrow or it could be repoed or it could be whatever, something, it could be stolen, like things could be taken away from you. But if you find that inner core of your own being and figure out what truly makes you happy, then, sorry, whatever the word was, not even just happy, but you're in a... Is it eudaimonia? Yeah. Eudaimonia. Okay. Eudaimonia or something like that? It's E-U-D-A-I... Did you see my Facebook post? No, I'm just, I kind of just looked it up to see if I could find it. It's... uh. Uh, it's a Greek word commonly translated as happiness or welfare. However, more accurately, translations have been proposed to be human flourishing, prosperity, and blessedness. 
There you go. Eudaimonia. 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 Thank you, Ken Wheeler. <laughs> Thank you so much. Anyway, so yeah, I did learn that today, and and there's a there's a good example. I love to learn, and I love to understand yeah. things, and it's why we do this podcast. And we have a lot of topics we want to go into again. And now that we're settled and we're we're riding this wave where we have our system rebuilt, and you know we had to go through a lot of realignment and readjustment. That retrograde's coming, by the way, Mercury. So yeah. obviously, more readjusting is going to happen. But we're we're on that wave, and so talking about this, right? I I personally use the pandemic to 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 enter try and enter that state of eudaimonia hmm. of that you know if I started like a book collection a long time ago, but I realized right now my electronics and they're still material items, but my my electronics and certain things can be shut off or I cannot like an internet could go off, but books are forever, mm-hmm. and that's why I buy books. Yeah, and. I, if you just left me in a room for a whole year, another uh, like this pandemic carried on, and I just had books, and I just had to study. Like obviously things get old, but I truly that state for me is learning and understanding and exploring, and it's why I can't stand people that are so kind of like hung up and emotional about beliefs. Because I discovered about myself is just the exploration of thought is something that keeps me content. It keeps me in that happy uh, that happy feeling. You know, and I discovered that through the pandemic. Like, this is what makes Ray happy, and uh, not by luck, but that's who I am. And because I know that, you can't take that away from me now. You'd have to beat me over the head with a bat, and I'd have to become like brain damaged for you to take that away from me. But that makes me happy, and I could do, I could live with that the rest of my life. I just started discovering these things. You you know you can't. With, with money or anything like that, it's going to come, it's going to go. But knowledge, say, is forever. Memories and experiences are forever. Yeah. And these are things that could carry you through the, through the, the rest of your days. You know, your money's going to go. Your car's going to, you know, come and go. People are going to come and go. So the pandemic was an absolute opportunity to find those ways of entering the state of eudaimonia. Yeah. And then if you, whether you did or whether you didn't, I mean, you still can, but you know, are you making, and this doesn't necessarily mean money, but are you making the investments within yourself that give you value? And like I said, not necessarily money. Yes, you can do things yeah, like- Yeah, not, crypt, not just crypto. Yeah, not just you know? crypto and fucking, you know, whatever. Yeah, get it. We all need money. Understandable. You know, that this is, that's how the structure of society is right now. And, you know, that's how you have to, you know, a way to survive as well. It's a part of it. Yes. Yeah. But how are you creating value in yourself of some things that give you that eudaimonia that you're saying too? Like, how does Mm -hmm. it, how are you being able to fulfill something with inside you to give you that sense to be like, hey, like, like, okay. So say like for, for, for instance, us going into certain the topics that we go into. And I know we stressed it before, but I'm going to say it again. A lot of it, especially the ancient teachings and the esoteric knowledge and all that, is because of the fact that there was something being said all the time. And there was something to be learned. If they were repeating it that many times, there was something that needed to be known. And it was something that had to deal with within you. Remember, they didn't have the distractions of cell phones and computers and media and all these things. They had to literally deal with themselves and survival and, you know, tyranny at times too. And, and all, and, 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 their, and whatever their cultures were, were consistent of, at, of that time. 
And to face those certain darknesses they, and darknesses within themselves, they had to sit there and they had to know and they had to learn and they had to understand and philosophize about life. So therefore, that's why this information is important when we go into things about like maybe, you know, um, you know, the, the, the uh, theological stuff or astrology, anything of, of, of that wisdom and to see how these other civilizations, how they dealt with it. And also the things that we know that happened during those ancient times that needed to be dealt with. There was plague, there was pestilence, there was all of that as well, you know? So with, with all that occurring, you know, think they were able to sit there and yeah, they had mead and wine and they could get drunk and do all that shit too. But there was a point where it's like shaking down the mind and being like, hey, you know what? Like, I need to be able to see that this is not everything. This world, yes, I may be in it and I may be a part of it, but I am not from it necessarily. You know, I, I, yes, I am physically here and physically was birthed on this earth, but understanding the deeper philosophies about life and origin stories and all the spiritual teachings and the hermeticism and everything that was important so why if it was important then why is it not important now you know and i think the importance of it now is to understand and to be able to realize and open up to be able to create our that value within ourselves that go beyond material things that make us back into understanding that holy shit we are these spiritual beings we are something that is 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 so much greater than all of this and especially with the fact that i don't know about most people there's certain people that are following the the agenda but a lot of people felt like they were they really saw how they were pawns in a, in a, in, a, in a chess game big time now, i know for myself i saw it i felt it like it's not that, that hard to see it yeah and it's not and that wasn't okay and that got a lot that got people moving enough on its own and that was a big reason. And this is why. And you've seen a lot of uprising. You've seen a lot of anger. You've seen a lot of of, of, of pain and hurt and everything. Um, does that uh, does that mean that you should shy away from it or ignore it or be ignorant about it? No. I mean, it's the same thing as, as within, so without. Yes. So that pain is going on out there and there's that darkness out there. What about the darkness that's within you? You need to look at it. Look at it. Well, the, pro- the well, <laughs> the, the problem with with uh, and I'll, I'll say especially Americans uh, coddled is they well that right pampered and everything. Not that like yeah we have to work really hard a lot of us and go earn our money, but it's like we're, we still live like very like even even the the lower class and lower middle class still live better than most third world, third world countries, if not all of them. Yeah. But my 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 actual focus is realizing how people know it all already. Yeah. And when you know it all, I think that it kind of it shuts off your imaginative functions. Like because you know it already, you're actually not using your imagination as much as you would if you acted like you knew nothing. And I actually have a quote from Ken Wheeler, and uh, I'm I I live by this now. That is definitely a part of my outlook, but. It says, the basis for all of my wisdom is that I know nothing. And when you come from that mindset, you give yourself the ability to entertain thoughts without believing them. And then when you do that, they, your, your imaginative faculty, that's like a whole part of your brain, by the way. Like 
what happens if I were to go to the gym and just work out my right arm and not work out my left arm? Right? Yeah. It, one, it would look ridiculous. Two, it, it, there's a disadvantage, right? Yeah. If I go to carry a uh, really heavy box, I can't carry the, the left side well, of it because... carrying that shit lopsided. <laughs> right. And now you can't want to be able to pick it up. Yeah. So when it comes to the brain and like when we know it all, it, it ends up shutting off that imaginative faculty because we're always just in this state of, of thinking we know it all and we're not expanding our mind and entertaining new thoughts. And when you don't entertain new thoughts, man, where do you think depression even comes from? Mm. It's, it's a loop of the same old shit, you know? So once again, you sit in a pandemic and you have, you think you have like, oh, nothing's going on. I'm fucking bored. Like, I have nothing. All these material things are, are disappearing. I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, I can't go get pussy or I can't mm. go get, can't go fucking whatever, like dudes and shit like that. I can't go to, on Tinder anymore and swipe fucking left because of fucking, I got to wear a mask. And like, oh, whatever. Like, all this dumb shit. And even just, it's even like, just well, verbalizing like that, too. You know, that's, that has a frequency on its own. Oh, it does completely. I think it's gross. Mm. And uh, I can't stand it. Like toxic masculinity is so really annoying. Yeah. And, and toxic feminine oh, is yeah. also gagging as well. There's no, there needs but, to be a um, balance. Yeah. And it's, we're imbalanced. Mm-hmm. But the, my point with uh, when we know it all and we shut off the imaginative faculty, we've now shut off a part of our brain and then we're in the loop of the same thoughts. And Taking the time out to learn is important. Dude, you live in an age where everything's in your phone. Like, there should be no reason to be bored. You can go take a class on anything you want. You can go search up anything you want. And it even down to conspiracy theorists. Like, because we had David Weiss on and we talked a lot about Flat Earth. Like, for me, right? Like, I just want to learn and see things. Like, you can't talk to people about certain things without getting all emotional. And it's about their beliefs. It's like, you really believe that? You're really going to look into something like the Flat Earth or this and that? It's like, what are you, stupid? It's like, dude, all over Instagram, I actually see people follow Flat Earth pages just to say, oh, you're fucking stupid. You're this and that. Because they know it all. You know, like, why don't you just entertain the thought? Like, why do you have to be just so indoctrinated and so, like, I know what I, I know already? It's like, were you up in space or this and that? And that's just, and I'm bringing that topic up because it's a real obvious one, but could it be with anything? Yeah. You know, the murder of JFK, 9-11, all the conspiracy theorists, the, the pandemic, what happened? How did the virus come to be? Are we being shammed? Like, but people come off like, you know? Like, oh, no, Trump's definitely a racist. No, he's a racist. It's like, do you ever meet the guy? No, 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 I heard what he said. He's a racist. It's like, no, you're just a know-it-all. And you've been completely consumed by your beliefs. And dude, there's the source of your depression, your anxiety, or your misery. Because uh, giving yourself the ability to use your imagination again and opening up to things and, you know, goes back into our point of meditation. You know, Mm -hmm. when you were talking about meditation with with Dispenza's work. It's, you're dropping those those thoughts yeah and i think that's that's like the if you want a beginning point of you know besides the beginning point of making that choice to change the mindset and to change your habits and to change how you i mean that's your mindset changing how you identify with things and everything that's that's this really the main other part about it is to be able to sit there and to be absent of those thoughts and release those thoughts. And I know it's hard because people probably like hear that and be like, I can't. I feel when I sit there, if I try to meditate, I close my eyes, I hear the fridge going, I hear cars whizzing by, I hear this or whatever. I get it. 
And there's plenty of things out there to help you with guided meditations. And I I do suggest that in the beginning, maybe sometimes for certain people, um, maybe they need a little bit of that guidance to know of maybe how to break out of those things. And it takes time. It takes practice. But once you do, you're able to drop all identification of any sounds you hear of even identifying with your body and who you are, you know, in this world and to be able to go into this void, you know, your, your conscious awareness ends up going into this void and you're able to bring that conscious awareness into even the micro even to go in the space around your heart you know not in your heart you could go in there too as well but even the space around it you know what i mean like really diving into there and that being the void because if you've listened to previous episodes where we've talked about that and even gone into joe Dispenza's stuff as well how and and even greg braden how they speak of this field this this innate intelligence that's within within the field that it's almost space within space and it's not actually empty and that is an unknown on its own you know and we are pulling from the unknown where there is multiple possibilities of the reality we experience um which all exist simultaneously so you know if you're allowing yourself to go into that field and not identify with you know, oh, I have to make this phone call or, oh, this type of thing happened to me with my ex back then and I'm still hurt from it. Or I, I, you know, I got to be, I'm not in the career I want and everything. If you could let that go for a little while and totally just open yourself up to it and and envision and feel and believe in the space you want to be, that you're there and that you feel what it is that you would be feeling as that person in that moment of time with all those things, you know, you start to begin to obtain obtain that in a way. And it all comes back to that part of manifestation, which we've talked about that there's a lot of misconception with that too. You know, there is free will. You're not going to, and that's the other thing with expectation, expectation of being like, oh, well, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to get it. Yeah, it's a good attitude sometimes to have with it, but like to be like, uh, you know, I'm going to get it and I'm going to get it at this time or I'm going to get it this way. Like not necessarily. That's the thing is to drop the expectations, drop the expectations of how you're going to get that phone call of that job you want or, you know, if it's even going to be that job or if you're going to get that promotion, maybe you're not going to get that promotion. You're actually going to get fired and you're going to end up actually getting hired into a better job for some reason. And you may look at it as miserable that you got fired. And you may be really upset and depressed about it and stuff too. But that's the other thing. It's if you're able to stay in that mindset by doing these meditations and by being able to still yourself in that way and do it more often, you will be able to go with the flow of life in a lot better of a sense and stop being so much in competition with nature and with life and the universe. And you better can create that union with life instead. So main thing though is, like we said, making that choice and then starting to be able to know how to sit with yourself and completely go into a void. But also, once you're there in that void, you do it enough times too. And you have to constantly do it. And I don't think there's any, I don't think there's ever a time where it's like, oh, I don't need to meditate anymore. You know, but meditation becomes easy. You know what I mean? Meditation becomes something that you could do in any state. You don't have to be sitting there cross-legged in the dark, eyes closed, whatever. You could be doing it while you're at work for a couple minutes or so when you're in the bathroom, you know, there's, there's certain points you could get to it. There's levels with it. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it, there's, there's that point then. And then when you're in that point is remembering why, 
why do you want to do something or why do you want something or why do you want to break out of something? Why, you know, what excites you? You know, what is, what is, what is there uh, that you can gain from moving past anything that you used to go into or any of the thoughts that you used to indulge or the beliefs that you used to indulge? You got to open your mind to those things. Um, it's about getting out of your own way. Yeah. And that's really, really it. You know, it's, it's not that complicated. I also, I don't want to say that much more on it because it, it, it's in the sense that that's the problem is it gets complicated for even for myself going into it. I know that I complicated even meditation for the longest time. Like I just, you know, felt like it was supposed to be this mystical experience and everything and stuff. And like, you know, then I felt like I, but I, I noticed that I was going to a place of knowing instead of going to a place of unknown and like, Yes, it's good. Curiosity is great. And to be curious of things and to want to experience certain things and to have a certain knowing of things. Yes, absolutely. Like we say, you know, Ray, he has his books and everything. He, you know, we sit there and we go into information and we like to know and we like to open up our realms. But there's a difference between that and trying to know it and figure it out and everything. Then rather than to sit there and hear it out, see the information, see what's going on. But then you don't just stop there. You allow it to sit with you. You resonate with it. You meditate on it. And you're and you're you're connecting with it in more of a feeling base to see the open realms and to see that there's what types of possibilities are there in that unknown space. Not just going into what this paper says or this book says or this video says. And that's another misconception, uh, misconception as well with it. So it's doing that. And then, like I said, like if you have struggle if you struggle trying to go into that you know you you can use models you know it's okay to use models but then you have to make it back to your authentic self you know if you model something successful and you allow tactics and motivations to come into your field of view and you can begin to not put so much importance on the negative situations and rather put the importance on what's next or after the situation or how you're going to take the corrective action you know that's that's the start to get into that momentum and once you're in that momentum, then you bring it back to you. You once again go back there and you bring it back to you and you're able to sit with it. And you're able to now put your own genuine heart field into it um, and, and create in that way of your own uh, your own successful way that's genuine to you. So, Yeah, well, it's about getting out of your own way. It's mm-hmm. about, uh, we. it goes back to my, my know-it-all thing. Like, if, if you're not happy and... That you realize that the, your external things aren't satisfying your needs, or something's wrong, and you're and you're being honest with yourself. Like meditation is getting out of your own way and saying that you know nothing. And when you do that, you give your own mind, like let it do the work. Like it, it's gonna think anyway. You can't stop thinking, so it's always gonna be there. That so-called monkey mind I mentioned last week. Like, it's just going to be there. But if you learn to comment, like, I like the, uh, the analogy of if you, if you have like a, like a, a rapid, crazy, a puddle or like lake of water or whatever, like think of your mind, like this body of water and it's all over the place. Like it's waves and it's crashing and it's whatever. And it's like a metaphor for your thoughts. You're not going to comment down by hitting it with the with like a a blunt object. Like if you're going to try and like smooth it over, like you just rustle the water more. But if you just allow the waters to just calm themselves and you learn and, and yeah, of course you're going to suck at it first. Like 
anything you do at first that you don't do all the time, you're going to suck at. But let's all be honest. Like at one point, we all couldn't write with a pencil. But, you know, when I'm sitting in kindergarten, I'm feeling like a fucking moron. Like, I can't do cursive, you know, or whatever the hell, anything. Of course, you're going to suck at it. But meditation is allowing yourself to get out of your own way. And you like your mind will do the thinking for you. You'll you'll figure it out. But most of us know it or, or know it all. It's like for, we all get in our own way. We wanna we we wanna think of the answers directly, like logically, left brain. It's like no, turn that off. And we're gonna go into plenty of conversation, by the way, with that. Mm-hmm. Like we have we have a lot of teachings of uh, you know certain things being talked about with meditations, whether it's you know the Bhagavad Gita and ancient cultures or. Uh, even the Bible and stuff like that, where they talk about like just take no thought, like the 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 kingdom of heaven is within you, and it's just a matter of discovering it. And if you allow yourself to drop into that and allow the universe to do the work for you and work through you, then all of that stuff can it it it, it will serve you. It's not just about relaxing and shutting off the mind just so you can sit and relax. It's you know, answers will start coming to you. You'll start receiving divine, uh, you know, messages and stuff. And when I say divine, I just mean things that you needed to hear will just come. You'll just, all of a sudden, these things start to happen. It happened to me a long time ago. This is where I knew that this information was valid because of my experiences. It's because I was in a miserable spot in my life. And then all of a sudden, I started following these certain uh, lessons and teachings I was, I was gathering from a lot of this stuff. And it always led back to just like, Hey, just allow things to be, just be, we're human beings, not human doings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It allow it allows for emotional, mental and physical healing, being able to do that. I mean, you know, if you're saying that when you're connecting with the divine and you are receiving some sort of message, I mean, look at how the body does that on its own. And I'll just give one example is about the fact that when our body needs to create something within the body like say a nutrient or white blood cells or something you know there is a message that is pinned off into the body through the hormones and the hormones are released to send and carry those messages to the cells which tell the cells hey you need to construct yourself this way so you can protect yourself or hey you need to do this you know whatever whatever the case may be and if we know that as above so below as within so without it's the same thing it's the same thing that goes on with your mind and into the divine as well, is that you that you need to be able to receive those messages the same way where there's only so much that science can explain. So yes, that logical side of it is great. It's interesting. It's fun to know. And we're absolutely 100% interested in it. And we think it's also a great way to communicate with people who don't have a spiritual sense as well, that, that aren't or maybe open to it as well, you know, and, and maybe they want to be. Maybe they want to be, but they can't quite grasp the mystical language yet. And maybe just the actual, um, the actual physical understanding of it will help them to be able to take in the mystical sense of it, to be able to better feel it and believe it, because that's the most important part of it. You know, I think that's why when we say when we see things like Christianity and stuff, like you know, it, it, there's a big importance on the faith, and there's a big importance on on uh on the belief of these things but even in those sense they, they you know there's there's you know counter intuitive ways of believing and to have faith and you know we know about blind faith and that's that's the other thing and that's why what we want to start going into now that we've touched up on these certain things 
and have shown this way is to really break down some of those ecclesiastic studies and really go into things like these ancient texts and scriptures and like the Bible, everything, and show those allegories. Now that we understand how these how these things are allegories and how do we understand them as as the allegories that they are, even the mythologies that we've seen in Greek and Roman times and even other times as well that you know that they were used in 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 uh coercion with with the Bible as well and with other types of holy scriptures. So you know there is something to gain from those and we need to make that make that known, you know there's people that already do believe. I said all the time, there's people that do believe already in stuff and, you know, they, it works for them because they have that sense of connection and can get in that mystical sense of things. But for those of us that aren't so easily and we need to say you're somebody who just needs to needs to know and needs to, it needs to make sense. It needs to make logical sense to you. Okay, fine. This is this can help you make logical sense of it, but from that point, then then it's if you have that's only the ten percent of your mind and stuff. You have to open up the other ninety percent to the things that are unknown, the things that are unexplainable, the things that you can only intuitively feel, you know. And that's what we're going to go into, and by breaking those things down and what they mean um, in in these in these next this next uh, few episodes and so and on the show. So yeah, well, let's be honest as we called it the daily transcendence is in the transcendence to move above things and to see them for what they are. And it's been a topic for me, uh, talking with a few friends and of course, Gio, but many others is, uh, cause I talked to all my friends about enlightening topics and, and just the just deep thought conversations always. And it's, uh, you know, about getting, getting down to the point of a definitive truth. Like we live in a matrix, right? We live in a reality where obviously our beliefs mean everything, but our beliefs are subjective. They're to how we see things, but there is definitive truths. And, uh, but, but definitive truths within the confines of the matrix, like obviously beyond the 3d realm, anything and everything's possible in the quantum realm, anything and everything already happened and anything can happen. But when it comes down to it in this linear experience that we, we have right now in the present moment, that there is a, we are confined by the 3D matrix because we're in this body, right? So the thing is, is there is definitive truths. Down from what the, the religions truly are getting at and what they truly mean, right? So there is a definitive truth to all those texts, whether they're allegorical or literal. And the allegorical proves to be the winner, in my opinion, on that because it makes, it, it ends up, being archetypal and making sense to things that go on within us and in the body and our consciousness and all that. But it goes with even the whole flat earth debate, you know, that we technically don't know these things. So it's time to, to get down to the definitive truth. Like the earth is something we are somewhere, hmm. but where are we really? If we're going to act like we know it all, and we think that we have like, oh yeah, well, you know, NASA goes up, they take pictures and we went to the moon and, you know, the government said that we went and I, I, you know, I, there's a YouTuber that I watched and he says that, you know, flat earth people are retarded and stuff like that. And we just go by these hunches and we just go by things we're told without experiencing the journey of looking for ourselves and thinking for ourselves. Like we have to get into the habit of thinking for ourselves, not going to a website or just one YouTube video or just from one source. Like it's, it's a time to explore. And 
that's another reason why this pandemic was an opportunity and it is an opportunity. It is time for you not only to explore yourself, but explore the world around you. Where are we really? What are we really? If you're going to sit there and be like, ah, I guess I'll find out after I die. It's like, well, dude, you're in, you're in the age of the information. You're in the, you have the Akashic records on a screen right in front of you. You could go look up anything and find out. And yes, I know there's that whole argument with, you can go prove whatever it is you want to prove. And there's a deeper theory to that where it's like, hey, maybe we create our own reality to the point where we do create the reality where what we believe is to be true. But I do think that is subjective. I believe in the 3D realm where you're, we're at today, present moment, in this moment, in this, in this world, that there is definitive truths. There are things to be discovered, whether they are about ourselves or they're about the world. And if we start doing that, we turn on that imaginative faculty again, maybe that wonder kicks up again, that, that childlike wonder that we have when we were kids. You know, stop taking everything so serious. Stop, stop making everything about like, I know what I, I know what I'm talking about. I feel comfortable in my beliefs. I feel secure. It's like, well, maybe that's just the thing that is making you so miserable and depressed. And you just don't realize that you're making everything so stiff. Open your mind up, explore, explore thoughts, explore theories. You know, you don't got to jump into conspiracy theories and, and be like, yo, the government's fucking trying to take over the world. Just explore the ideas. Yeah. How you would like watch a movie, listen, you know, discuss, talk, talk things out with people. The, the information may come to you that you need to come. Just let down your guard. And meditation is the beginning to all of that. Yeah, and exactly. Because it can, those things can, can bring on those appropriate feelings. You got to remember, though, that our thoughts are not our own. You know, our thoughts are not our own. And how many times has... The thoughts that come up in our head and our beliefs, how long they have been passed down through generations. And, you know, we take them as as definitive truths because of the fact that, yeah, it's just, you know, if everybody's in agreement of it, then we're going to take it as a truth. But that doesn't necessarily make it that definitive truth a lot of the times. So to explore things that go against it is not it's not a bizarre thing. And we also have the like, you know, talk about passed down beliefs, you know, the way our science and history teaches us, it teaches us that, you know, basically that matter came before the mind, you know, that, that, that the material world came before our, uh, you know, before the, the, the intellectual mind. And I don't think that's necessarily true. You know, there was an innate intelligence, whether you want to say big bang or whatever the hell you want to say in the creation of the universe and everything, like no matter what, that there was some sort of spark or some sort of thought. And and that's that's just to say it in a way that we can understand. But it was a mental thought or activity that occurred to put matter into, uh, into something that is uh, perceivable. And that's why, and then that's, so if that's the case, then it's like, you know, the mind is, is the root of it. And the intellectual side of it is the root of it. So to go into those questions, to go into that thinking of things as well, and to harmonize with it, to be able to bring it into a sense of of understanding, but not necessarily understanding with your logical mind, but understanding with your intuitive your intuitive mind and with your with your feelings and what seems right with you and what sits with you as well. You know, that's that's the place of which to get. You know. 
And that's why, you know, we if, if we say, you know, to get to that point, you know, we said we got went through the whole thing of, you know, being able to know your why and then modeling something successful until you get into your own and you find your own genuine path as well. If that's what you need to do, you know, the next thing is, is focusing on teachable lessons, seeing what you can learn from them. And, um, and to learn that there's nothing to gain from arguing it or resentment or revenge or shame of a thought or guilt or any type of those harsh feelings towards something that comes into your awareness is to be able to greet everything into your awareness without judgment um, so that you can better facilitate it with through your body, not just your mind, but through your body and to develop a more uh, wider perspective of of it so that you can broaden your beliefs a little bit so it's not something that's so definitive in times that creates you to have a bias and you know because those biases can keep you closed off from many things and those many things that are closed off from you can be things that really are beneficial in your life and then you may sit there and wonder well why am why is this happening to me why don't I have this or why did whatever and it all comes down to it's you you know, it's not anybody else's fault, but your own, you know, so that's where the openness is key to, to staying in that way, you know, so you have to take that recourse of action, you know, break it down in that way if you need to, you know, if, if this is something that's new to you and you haven't gone in that way, but you have the inkling, trust your gut and you have that inkling to be like, hey, like something needs to change because this just ain't it. Go about it that way, maybe, you know? Yeah, well, experiment. The thing is, is just not beating yourself up too much or mm-hmm. trying to trying to force yourself into fi- like I'm, I gotta I gotta figure it out it's like sometimes it's just time to relax and let it come to you mm-hmm. and we're taught in this in this day and age of pushing through like penetrating that masculine energy of driving into the into where, wherever it is you're going like you know sometimes like there's detours and sometimes there's stop signs and there's traffic and you just have to just sit there and allow things to happen and uh think of think of like the path of life as kind of like the parkway sometimes you get off on exits sometimes you get back on sometimes there's traffic sometimes there's car accidents you know like life's just a journey and i think it's get getting out of our heads uh you know getting out of our own way and getting out of our heads is very important that whole like balance of stop taking everything so serious. Like you don't need that perfect relationship right now. You don't need the perfect job and all the money. Like you can't go buy those nice things. Well, boohoo. Like it's, it's, you know, if you're fed and you have shelter and this and that, like you're, you're living better than a lot of like millions and millions of people. And you have to, in those moments, think that way. Like there's so much depression and there was a lot of suicide last year and mental health and stuff. And it's because I don't think we're primed for, situations as simple as simple as just learning to be with yourself yeah just like a lot of people just can't do that yeah 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 you got to be okay with just just being and just being there just being alive and i know that's fucked i know that's hard i've I've definitely had a hard time with that a lot of the times felt like there was something that i needed to be doing or that you know i wasn't where i wanted to be in life and stuff and but also it's also taking in the fact of having to accept the fact that there's social norms that when you really break them down, you really look at them and it's like, who's to say you're supposed to be married at this age? Who's to say that you're supposed to be in your job or your career or know what you want to do with, 
we were in in the outer world um, at this time or you know how you're supposed to be doing or what is it that's successful if it's true to you and it excites you and it makes you happy and it's something that you really resonate with and it's something that's bringing a harmony to 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 yourself and to your fellow man as well then go towards that that's what excitement is it's you know we've constantly brought you know especially with darwinism and everything we've we've adapted this concept that you know uh survival of the fittest and that everything is competition you know i said it before but it's we're not you know we're not to be i don't think our natural spiritual selves um, and when I say spiritual, I, I don't mean like I use that term loosely because spiritual can be many different things. It doesn't necessarily have to be emotional. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be you're sitting on a yoga mat. Not fucking. Yeah. N- not of the physical crystal up your ass and all that. Like it, yeah, I'm, it, nothing rubbing, against all that. Rubbing amethyst on your gooch and all that. <laughs> and nothing against am- all that. We like to joke. Using, using the amethyst. The amethyst right up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make it see that's what I mean. Don't take it too seriously. Even this shit. We're not going to take it too seriously. So, you know, Laughter feeds the soul. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I had shit. Even myself, learn to laugh more. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think, but even like laughter, though, like a lot of people, uh, a lot of people like find laughter in darkness or dark humor or other people's misery. It's like I think sometimes maybe we shouldn't completely find our laughter in other people's suffering. Yeah, like it's good to make things of light, but I think like a lot of people be like, oh well, laughter is like the best medicine and shit like that, but they'll they'll like use the laughter that it like the, their animosity towards people in life is the fuel for the laughter. Not the whole, like just laughing about it. Cause it's just like, I, why am I taking this so serious? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, you, you know, have people, to be respectful, you know, respectful about it. To, a, to an extent. Yeah. Right. I mean, behind closed doors, be as whatever the yeah. hell you want with your, you're with, you're in your, your own thoughts. Or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and in your own thoughts, like obviously all of us have dark thoughts, mm-hmm. and we all go through those periods. Like, man, how the f- why the fuck was I yeah. thinking that? I mean, you just got to make like, sure that it's not really bad. feeding your subconscious to then uh, perpetuate that shit out into the into the world and into society itself. Because yeah, you may be doing that behind closed doors. That's I mean, that's a that's a delicate thing on its own, and like that's something on its own to sit there and meditate with, and to be able to understand a fine balance everything is balance everything is energy everything is vibration and frequencies you know tesla said it himself like once you understand that you understand the universe you know and i don't think it means that you need to understand it completely and that you're going to understand the universe completely but i think it leads you to being able to cooperate with the universe that's why i say don't be in competition with the universe and nature it's to create a union and a balance with it um and then to realize that there is no loneliness because your consciousness is constant and it's a constant engagement with the universe and with life. And even after you die, that's the other thing too, is because we feel like we're on this 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 ticking time clock. And yes, everybody wants to live out their life to the best experience and they want to be remembered here on this earth. But when it comes really down to it, there is no death. Ray said it a hundred times, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Okay, so and for those that believe in heaven and and hell or whatever and stuff like that's the same concept. You're being ta- you're being taught that you know. I mean, there's a lot to be said about that, which we'll go into. But that's the same thing. Like it, it's 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 pretty much telling you that it's like, hey, like this isn't it. So if this isn't it, why take this so seriously? You know, uh, 
And I have, sorry, I finished your thought. Yeah, I was just saying that just, Uh if you're taking this so seriously, you know, you got to remember and taking your possession so seriously and your positions, you know, so seriously, you know, you, you got to remember you came into this world with nothing and you're going to leave with nothing. So what's, what's the point of, of carrying that emotional and psychological baggage then, you know? Well, food for thought here. What now we don't technically, you know, someone could say they know what happens with life after death, but we are, there's always a lot of what ifs. Okay. And this is why maybe you shouldn't. So just like you can contemplate and speculate and then assume kind of, and know you're assuming like you're taking a wild guess. Like this is probably what happens. Like, I think this is what happens, Mm -hmm. but here's a what if in food for thought. What if where you go after you die is where you think you're going to go? Hmm. Would you want to go there? Hmm. You know what I mean? Not just heaven and hell. Your own idea of it. Yeah. So you think heaven is a beach with a bunch of naked women having orgies. You know? That sounds great, right? For eternity, just go, you know. That could potentially be the heaven sounds, that you experience sounds- if you were a, if you were a good boy, you know? Or, uh, or uh, you know, or you go to a place where, you know, chicks would probably want to go to a place where they're the perfect Instagram model and the kids are the perfect size and they're getting all the attention, like whatever. They're the queen of their like own little universe or hell, right? Like for me, hell is like being stuck in a Jersey Mike's in purgatory where the line just never stops. <laughs> like it just keeps going. And you're going. running out of tomatoes. And you're running out of tomatoes. <laughs> and then on top of that, all of a sudden you see like uh, like uh, a bus filled with like old people and like a bunch of slow people like because i worked there for so long like dude that would be purgatory. This is actual actual events <laughs> what if though right now let's say i end up being a bad boy and i get and, and my whole thing right and if i had like assumed that this is how it happens is you're going by the vibration that so when you die and you're in a state that that state that you were in when you died is what you carry into that next experience and so not maybe yeah obviously reincarnation is a th- remember because this is just speculation it's just a theory but let's just say for a short period of time that in between time you got to experience that vibration that what you were most dominantly when you were passing away right and so it would make sense by the way that if you commit suicide think about the the vibration of suicide you're you're in you know, depression, the deepest, darkest, whatever. And you leave here with that. And then that next place you go, it will match it. And your idea of it, like your own soul's idea of that vibration, like it's its own projection of misery. And that's where you go. So what if that? Hmm. Yeah, it, so it seems very just a thing it. to contemplate. Yeah, it seems very worth it then to to really shift your mindset and your and the way you're feeling and the way you're believing and what frequency you're on, then, you know, that's... that's it's People, it's possible. Like, yeah, you can go to church and you think heaven and hell and that. If that's what you want to invest in, you know, like if you think you're going to make Jesus after this lifetime and that's, you know, it maybe you get that. But maybe I get something different because I don't follow just that signature or archetype of beliefs. Like, but maybe your idea of heaven is you're going to be up on a cloud with angels and harps and you're going to be with Jesus and he's going to be wearing sandals and looking like a hippie and you're going to be praising him and all that. Like maybe that's just what it is. But regardless, wouldn't you 
like double check yourself then it's like, Oh, maybe I should clean up my act and clean up my vibration. And when I say vibration, let's just say that my emotion, my energy and motion. So like my concepts where my consciousness is right. And you'll get in this perpetual state or this cycle until you break out of it. And so you got to, you got to experience that vibration. You got to experience those lifetimes until you break out of it. And if you're becoming aware in this lifetime, and at least the ability to think for yourself, take advantage of it. You're in an age where you have a thing that finds anything you want. Go find it. Go make yourself happy. How, how's it, how do you say it? Uh, it said eudaimonia. Eudaimonia. Yeah, eudaimonia. And that's just the way he, that's just the way, that's why I'm emphasizing what Ken says. But, um, but yeah, like let's just get out of our own way. Like, let's just stop taking our beliefs so serious. Like, you can believe things. When I say these, like, if you want to believe, if believing makes you feel, but is it like, is it really serving you? You know, like, what, what's the harm? Like, this is a problem with, like, a lot of the churches. They told you that if you don't believe what they believe, that you were going to a bad place. And that was always my problem with it. It's like, you're basically putting me in this spot where you're like, so now if I don't follow what you're just telling me to think, that I get punished for it. But I, I it, it, it to me would not make any sense. But I also think what that, think what that does though too. You're talking about like okay, so you you're, you're put in like this fear state, and if you're made because I mean fear is a strong emotion, just like love's a strong emotion. But if, if if you're in a fear state like that from something, and you are taking that seriously, and you're believing it hardcore. You know, because your your belief in it is because of the fact that you really don't want that. You don't want that to happen. So with that, it just seems like you're attracting whatever's in that type of vibration, that type of frequency is is within that fear. And you're going to get more of the fearful state things and the negativities come on your way and you're going to react to all them and stuff. And that's why I think when it says don't take yourself too seriously, but also the things that you truly want to see occur in your life and manifest, you know, and it's taking believing that they can happen and believing that they are happening and you're just trying to tap into them. That's something to take seriously to take seriously because that's 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 how the attraction works because you do have to believe it and seriously believe it in the fact that that it's there it's possible it's attainable you know you already have it you know however way it wants to be said you know that's something to take seriously but if you're taking serious something of negative of a negative standpoint whichever way you're perceiving that as negative then you're most likely bringing that into your awareness and into your field so you know, that's the thing, you know, and then, then also it's, you know, stop to stop living for, for tomorrow. You know, we're so hung up on the next day and we're here now, you know, or we're hung up on the past or we're hung up on yesterday. We're hung up on what, what happened. You know what I mean? It's, I love that saying where it's like, you know, you have, um, I forget what the exact number is, but you have $81,000 in your bank account and you realize somebody stole $10, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to go about your day or are you going to say whatever, it's $10? Well, it's the same thing. You have like 81,000 something minutes in a day and stuff. And there could be something that takes up 10 seconds of your life, uh, the 10 seconds of your life that just was a shitty moment. Are you going to sit there and waste the other 
fucking 80,900 and fucking 90 seconds that are left in the day. No, you're going to see it. It doesn't just see when you look at it that way. It doesn't make sense. Why would you, why would you do that? You know, so that's why it's the other thing is to not get hung up on shit, you know, not get hung up on, on the negative feeling as well, because then also you're creating that for the rest of the moment as well. And maybe for multiple moments moving forward. So, yeah, well, here's another thing to to point out is usually people are either trying to die, die, not digress, but divert right from pain. Mm -hmm. And then they're looking for a reward. So it even goes into, say, people who go to church. Like, I'm going because if I don't go, I'm going to feel pain. But if I go, I will be rewarded. And I think that polarity and that paradigm is poisonous. Mm -hmm. Because then in anything we do, it's like, I can go help that. I can go give that bum $5 right now. But am I going to be rewarded from it? Or am I going to need that $5 to buy myself pizza later? Like, pain, pleasure. Like, we're, we're always looking for a give and take. And it's like, let's just drop that, uh, you know, drop polarity for, I'm not saying all the time, like, of course you need to use your logic, but like with ideals, right? Like the, the whole bum situation is like a real life thing. You know, you give that guy $5, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to need it most, most of the time, but with church, it's an ideal. So you're doing, you're doing something. A lot of people do it because they think they're going to be either one rewarded or two, not feel pain. And like I said, it's a dangerous paradigm. Like, is that actually, are you actually going for a purpose for yourself or it's just because there's going to be some sort of sensation that you're either getting away from or that you're gaining? Like, do you have a real reason for it? Do you, do you see it beyond the sensual side of that experience of that ideal of the thing that you're, you're, you know, looking to do or, or obtain? Yeah. So it's like, we're always looking like with we're for pleasure or for pain. Like it's like it, that's, that's a, that's a thing that humans do all the time. And it's like, let's see beyond that and drop it, not take that so serious. Like take a chance. Uh, George Carlin said, it, said it best. He's take a fucking chance. You bunch of pussies, <laughs> you know, gotta miss him. Just take a chance. Like meaning like, you know, how about you step outside the church or step outside your red or blue side of politics? Like step outside of the government for a little bit, step outside of society for a little bit. Hmm. Don't pick a side. You know, be in suspension. Yeah, just way so you can you know, actually like, figure out who you are, too. Exactly. Like, but because you think that you're going to either receive a reward or that you're going to be punished, you're actually not doing that. You're too afraid. Yeah. Or you're anticipating it. Like, right now, people with crypto, it's like, oh, no, I got I to gotta buy it. I got I to gotta do something. Because you think you're going to get rewarded. Mm-hmm. But it's like, are you really doing that because you give a shit about the crypto? Are you really doing? Are you are you really going after money because you give a shit about the money, or do you want the money because there's something that money will buy you that actually isn't the money? Yeah, and that's the real reward. You know, it's not the it's not the 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 reward of receiving the cash mm-hmm. or the diverting the pain of not being in poverty or of being in poverty. The real like, reward is to obtain something that's going to obtain that that you're going to obtain this fulfillment feeling from. Exactly. It's the same thing without with, the without the pleasure or pain. Yes, exactly. It's the same thing like you were saying with the bum with the five dollars. Yeah, you may need that five dollars in the moment. You know, maybe that's the only five dollars you have on you in the in the moment. But say somebody just saved that bum's life. Yeah, but you get exactly. So you gave it to him, right? Who you knew, and that changed your thought, that changed your mindset, and you're set, and you're saying he probably needs it more than me. And then you're also going into alternative 
alternative um, circumstances for yourself where you're like, well, oh, well, you know what? Okay, I did have a light lunch already and stuff, so I'll be fine. And oh, wait, you know what? There's that there's that can of food at home. I could I could make that whatever. Say whatever, you're dirt poor and stuff. So you see what I mean? But you allowed because you made that action and you did it on a basis of, of not needing a reward, but you did it in something that's more harmonious. One, not only do you have the feeling of being like, oh, well, I helped somebody out. I did something good and allows you to feel obviously a little bit better about yourself too. You know, spiritual currency. Yes. A spiritual. Yes. That's a great way to put it. Spiritual currency. But then on top of it, you were able to, because of that situation, you were able to go into other realms of possibilities and be like, oh, well, wait a minute. There's a can of fucking corn at the house that I can make, you know, whatever. Or, oh man, you know what? No, there's a better example. It's like, yeah, you could say that. Or it's like, uh, you know what? I only got five bucks in my pocket. And you know, yesterday I bought that $30 bod- vod- bottle of vodka yes. and I drank it in one day and I spent that $30 on something so useless. Like maybe, yeah. maybe the $5 wasn't the issue. Yeah. I could have helped someone out, but I was indulging in some selfish, stupid thing. And it's like, maybe I should spend my money and my time more wisely. So something like that situation, mm-hmm. that's what a compassionate and aware human being would think of. It's like, man, the $5 in the bum wasn't the issue. I actually helped someone out. It was a good deed. But man, yesterday I spent so much money on food and I bought some booze and uh, I tried to get laid and I bought this girl like some stuff and she, you know, we didn't, nothing even happen. And I wasted all my time and my energy on things that didn't matter because I was chasing the pleasure. Yeah. That's, you know, and that's that teachable lesson. That's where you, you learned something from all that. And now it's right. just the fact that are you going to take that lesson into consideration throughout other times as well to be able to make better decisions in, in that sense for yourself so that you aren't feeling like you're living in lack all the time and that so you can do things like be helpful to other people and to yourself, you know? So yes. So ask yourself though, then, right? So your, your ideals, your politics, your religions, everything that you're thinking of, is it because of that pleasure and pain paradigm and dynamic, or is it because you're truly doing it for yourself and the things that really truly matter to you? You know, is it something that you're gaining from it or is it something that you're doing to know that you're gaining that spiritual currency that like, feeling of I'm more in touch with life and and truth and compassion and and things that really do matter without myself um, being too concerned about the sensual and the 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 sensual side like the senses and uh, the the things I'm going to experience like do am I going to church because I really believe in God and that I give a shit or do am I going because I think I'm either going to prevent myself from being punished or I'm going to be rewarded with a harp and Jesus giving me a pat on the back after, after this life. Like, are you truly thinking about these things? And that's why once again, meditation, dropping definitions, dropping ideals, being suspended, take a fucking chance, got a bunch of goddamn pussies. (laughs) And just instead of being worried about what you're going to gain or what you're going to lose, just take the chance, experience these things because you don't know what's on the other side of that experience. Yeah. You know, stop living life with this cookie cutter mindset that these things are laid out for you already. You know, it's the whole point of why we go into all this stuff that we go into with religions and everything. We like to sit in that transcendent space of we're above these things, looking down at them and, and just observing them from the sky and having that control and saying, is this really where I want to fly down to and land and sit and, and, and post up, you know? You have the ability to do that when you when you go back up into you know the the air of all possibilities. 
looking yeah. down at all these things, opposed to being caught in the, you know, in yeah. the midst of something that wasn't good for you. So, I mean, there's something magical and mystical about being able to weave in and out of the quantum possibilities all the time, you know, and it, it takes having doing these certain practices and, and just in your daily life. And that's the thing. It's being able to realize them and be aware of them that it's not necessarily always going to be something that you're doing sitting in a book or watching a video or in a meditation too. It's things that could just be occurring in everyday normal life while you're in your car, while you're having that interaction with somebody on the street. It's being able to be aware of those occurrences and seeing that side of it there and to be able to, you're gaining something in that way where you're gaining a lesson as long as you're aware to it as well. Um, there was something I was going to say. I don't remember now. But, you know, with everything that we're saying, it's, oh yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. So, you know, back, because I, I, what you were saying before about the whole thing is like, you know, with the ideals and I was thinking about the political stuff, right? So there is certain things that are ideals of political parties that, because I could just hear somebody saying it, that there are certain ideals in political parties that, People truly, truly do strongly feel and believe in, and it's their truth they really feel, or whatever. For example, somebody who's either pro-life or pro-choice, you know, that's that's one thing. Somebody may really feel that it is wrong to abort baby babies and it's a human right, or somebody thinks it's it's completely wrong to for somebody to dictate how somebody controls their health. Haha, it's kind of funny. Uh, currently what we're dealing with and stuff too, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so, you know, but here's the thing. Yes, that's fine. But do you need to necessarily identify yourself so much with this idealistic group? Or can you truly fight for the idea itself? You know, and how can you do that? Do you feel like you really need to be you need to represent this political group in order to do that just to be able to get that one thing. But when meantime in that political group, there may be other things you disagree with. No, you can advocate for your truth within it and you can find ways to do that. But I think people don't, they take the cop out and they just be like, Oh, well I'm going to swing this way on this pendulum and be with these types of people because one of those things that they fight for is something that I truly believe in. And therefore, it's, I just feel like that's not really getting anything, that's not really getting anything done, you know, because there's still opposing beliefs within that, that group or that structure. So instead, well, anything can be destroyed. Yeah. Belief wise. Yeah. So it's like, it's, so that's, that's a, and I feel like maybe it'll get washed over and you'll be constantly trying to find the struggle of advocating for it, but it's not of that importance so much, maybe in that group, it's a part of that group, but it's not the whole group. So instead, you can find ways to remove yourself from that group and advocate for the direct thing that it is that what you wish to to you know really advocate for. So if you're pro choice, pro choice or something like that, you don't have to necessarily sit there and go to Republican rallies and and this and stuff like that and waste your time in certain ways. You can sit there and actually advocate it and teach people in a certain way. People who actually you know you could be going towards being somebody who teaches somebody about 
why pro-choice is a good thing or or why pro-life is a good thing, anything. You know what I mean? Instead of having to swing into those groups and just yell out a bunch of absurdities and stuff and yelling and stuff when you're not really getting anything done. Instead, you could really be going into advocate by going into local parts of your communities, whether it's standing up for something that's actually going on at the moment and concerning that or to be able to, for people that maybe are, not so sure on that subject, say if you're pro-life or something like that, maybe it's it's young mothers or something like that, young mothers, uh, 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 whatever, that are in a, a group or a class and stuff, and you can find a way to join that class and be able to teach that thing and to be like, hey, like, you know, here's something to consider. You know, I feel like that'd be more effective. So, and it's just a wild example, but that's what I mean. It's like you don't have to attach yourself to this group because then also you're getting that vibrational influence from that group when meantime, only a tenth of it might be something that you really resonate with. So therefore, you're allowing the other the other parts of it to consume you as well. And then you could also be losing your own ideals because of the fact that you feel so identified with the group, but you really don't. You're not with the group. You identify with the one thing. But now you're in the group and you feel like there's a sort of acceptance because you think that they're accepting what you're saying. They may be. They may be accepting what you're saying and what your belief is and stuff. But who's to say that they're not going against everything else that you believe in too? You don't know that because you're getting lost in the crowd pretty much. So I yeah, just, well, that that's something to consider. Well, when I was saying before, like with, with things can be destroyed really quickly, like it could do, it, this is where I, when people try and lock in beliefs and ideals, it's like you, you could take situations like abortions, right? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people end up having kids just by being irresponsible. Mm-hmm. But what happens to the rapist that got the girl pregnant Yeah, and it's not her kid and she doesn't want to have the kid and it's like, but now there's these rules and these ideals say one side, one over the other, whatever happens to be the more dominant. Yeah, And it's like, my thing is with a lot of this stuff is you're always going to have someone that's going to be screwed. Yeah. Right. And that's just Someone's life. not going to be happy. But I think if we learn that there is this divine wave of experience where things are meant to happen, or at least we could treat them that way. It's like sometimes life just happens. That's it. It just happens. And when we try and lock each other's ideals into one another, one another's lives, and we try and tell people what to think and do, it's like, yeah, in this subjective moment, present right now, you were right, maybe. Like, you had more of this righteous and justified reason to make this ideal be, say, a law or, like, something that's of, like, the common thought, like, of people actually saying, okay, like, this is what needs to be done with that situation. But things change. And that's the beauty of life is that things change. And when we try and lock ourselves into certain ideals and we think we know it all and we think that we have the answer, well, your answer could be right today and wrong tomorrow. And that's how crazy life is. So something that you believe about yourself or about your religion or about your politics could be right today, but tomorrow it could be wrong. So point being is it doesn't mean to not try and work those things out and go after what it is you truly believe in when it comes into the most inner part of your ideal, like of what you're really chasing for, whether it is true righteousness or justification or, or, you know, whatever, but that could change tomorrow. So just don't get attached to these ideas. It teaches me right to be more malleable, to be more adaptable. Honestly, I'm a Gemini sun, Sag rising. I'm literally nothing but malleable. And maybe people can learn something from that. It's like not being so locked in because 
what's true for you to admit today could be false for you tomorrow or, the, or false for the rest. You could be screwing someone else over because you think the way that you're thinking was right. And that's the way it should be completely for now. Could put no questions about it. It's like, let's step outside of these things. Let's step outside of our, our beliefs and truly be in that suspension and allow life to be as is. And you'll take all the pressure off of you and everyone else around us, er, around you and us and everybody. Yeah. You know, absolutely. That's the thing. So, you know, back with where we're going with this is really about you and finding what is most profound about you and where you are now, not where you've been. I mean, those are good things to reflect on and stuff. If you're going to reflect them on in a way that you can see the improvement or you can see where you can improve, but what's profound about you now, you have to find that within you to give that engine a rev to be able to go into this higher direction you know, it's not necessarily always associated with something like the path to, you know, this place of heaven or this avoidance of hell. Um, you know, it's that's that's such a vague part of it as well, because we're like a good majority of life is here. It's here now. You know, if we're to focus on that you're 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 taking away from the moment itself you know we're we're like we're like a fucking pop-up on on a computer you know just we pop up in this world and then boop we're gone we are a we are one like blink in the eyes of eternity yeah it's our lives one little blink we are nothing half a blink it's nothing your lifetime's nothing and while you're here might as well enjoy it so just like I, what I've noticed, the pattern of all our episodes, or a lot of it, is like I, I sense an underlying foundation of let's kick the beliefs, like let's just experience things and experience these, you know, whether it's concepts and ideals or just considerations and exploring things, transcending them, yeah. you know, being above them, not being caught up in them. And so when it comes down to when we, when we go in to talk about religions, no, we're not talking about just the existence of God or Jesus or some guy or this and that. It's these deeper meanings, like these speculative things about everything we want to talk about. Like, let's just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Dude, the flat earth, like, let's just talk about it. Yeah. Stop discrediting it. If you can't prove that it's a globe, shut up. Well, like, think, just listen. I think listen. that's the reason why we go into talking about these underlying beliefs and releasing ourselves from them, not necessarily to be like, oh, because beliefs are wrong. It's because of the fact that there's so much ten- tension that ends up coming up with it and, and division. And that's the thing that we're, we're, we're constantly complaining about in this world is that there's division and tension and argument and violence and all these things. And just like all these religions and political sides and activists and whatever they may be are trying to achieve they're trying to achieve this this bliss or this peace on earth or this uh what the hell is the word again? Eudaimonia. Yeah. So they're trying to achieve these things, but like literally they don't understand how they're perpetuating the situation to create the division itself. And sometimes it's intentional. And a lot of people are woken up to that, but there's also a lot of people that aren't that do follow these things because they think and they believe that following this certain group or religion or idea or anything is going to be the answer to 
combating the uh the opposing idea of which but that's that's just that's just well, yeah, creating dude, more opposition. Calling, I'm sorry, calling the mainstream your mainstream news uh channel and trying to get your story put on the news and trying to make this big difference in this and that. It's like, dude, just worry about your immediate I think it's mm. so stupid. You have the power of communication. About, like but yeah, but like this is my belief, right? This is something that I at least think of reoccurringly because that's what a belief is, right? Something we just think of over and over again. And there's something I, I, I watch like the global stage and the news and people trying to get their stories on and we want to make a difference. It's like, yeah, of course, all that, like, of course, humans want to make things better. Like it's natural for us to want to evolve and fix things and make things better. And of course, there's other people that want to destroy because there's polarity. But like the thing is, is like, let's worry about our immediate environments more than trying to get our story out and to be famous or be seen or be heard. It's like, you, the the biggest differences will be made in those small moments. You know, that moment with the bum, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe being nicer to the police officer that was giving you an attitude and being the bigger person. Yeah. Like, whatever it is, yeah, or being, it's about your, it's about like you're in the moment, Yeah, t- you know, moments. Like, it's not, it's not about like, oh, well, uh, we just started a protest. Like, look what just happened with BLM. And I'll just say it straight out. Lady from BL- BLM. Bought a $1.4 million house when she could have been buying people in neighborhoods. None of that money uh, got like, circulated back in. No. None of the Democrats so did that's anything where either. So, so that's where your ideals got you. You know, that's what you did. You, you bought some lady a $1.4 million yep. house. That's it. That's all that went. And, and now and, you're upset. And, and you what difference... Played. And what difference did it make other than, yeah, a few signs were held up and a few things were happening, but there's still shit going on. And it's just something that I don't think can just go away. It's like it's a part of life and we have to work through it. But we're so worried about the media and the glamour and the drama. Get the hell out of our own way. Just make the difference. Like you be the you be the difference. Like obviously if you want to make the difference instead of trying to join the club and trying to make it this glamorous big old thing that happens, just do it. Just yeah. do it, you know, just do and it. if you're going to do, and if you just do it, and then if you're going to, you know, you want to start something where you commune and you want to have this big community of people and network. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying we glamorize it. We dramatize it. We make it like the media makes it like a fucking movie. It's like WWE wrestling. The people with their fucking entrance musics and their, you know, you got the fans holding up the signs like, yeah, fucking cheer. And I'm like, I, I picked that guy. I want him to win the match. You know, and it's like, that's what it ends up becoming. And like, maybe that has something to do with our conditioning. I think I've said this before, like we grow up watching sports and and some people watch wrestling and we we watch all these competitive things and we're trained to see things as my side versus your side and I'm going to win or whatever. And we glamorize it and dramatize it and make it, and then it becomes emotional and then emotions become, you know, I, you know, then there are ideals are mixed in with their emotions. And then now we have enemies and that's just not the answer. So we have it all asked backwards and it's about suspending those beliefs and suspending our ideals and really making it about what's right in the moment and coming present. And then it starts right back into what we were talking about at the beginning with drop everything, meditate and let things just be for a little while and really think it out. Like just get out of your emotional body and and just be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like you, you're here, you're here now. Like there's stop stop feeding into it, you know, and and stop making any place or thing better than what's here or just here on it in general on Earth, you know, because that 
has this sense of, you know, when you're looking at the grass being greener on the other side all the time, it, it creates this ungratefulness. Um, and it, it's this ungratefulness for participating in this life right here and right now. And doing that gives off those emotions when you're ungrateful or you feel like you're in lack then. And all of a sudden that means you're, you have animosity and you're, you're angry or whatever. And then you're just putting that back in putting back that that back into the cycle because you're now in that state you're in that belief and you're 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 holding that while interacting with the world you know that's the thing to come to the realization that you're not suffering your life you're suffering the memories you have within this life and your own imagination so you're you're literally only suffering your own intelligence so you need to either smarten up or to release some things of which that you thought were intelligence, or you thought were intellectual things to do. And maybe just all around release the intellectual part of certain things and to stop thinking so much. Could be. You yep. only you are gonna realize that by sitting there and 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 doing the work and looking at yourself. Maybe hard, maybe a little shitty and scary, not feel good at first, but you gotta break through that. Yeah. Yeah. So think of you know, the, the, the next coming episodes and what we go into is, you know, come explore things with us. Mm -hmm. Like, let's have fun. Let's have fun talking about certain subjects. Like if it's about religion and you have one, it's not about belief. Like just, we're going to talk about it. We, you know, being the spiritual mediators, like just if, if, what if the answer lies in those things that you need to hear? What if it is just the discussion and something sparks, like you could still believe whatever it is you believe, but mm. you might need, you might hear something that you needed to hear. So hear people out, sit and listen. I love sitting and, uh, and listening to multiple podcasts and hearing different perspectives, you know, and, and, and because then it just expands my imagination. It goes back into that too. I'm practicing thinking other thoughts. Like, let's just not get stale. We can, we can, we can get out of our depression and our anxieties and our, or rage towards the world by just maybe exploring new ways of thinking. Get out of the box. Start to meditate. Do these things. Learn about the body. Learn about energy. You know, obviously we know what's there. The, all, all of these teachings and things last through thousands of years and they all link up to certain things. It's like, explore that. Like, mm -hmm. and maybe you come up with your own definition. Maybe, what if you, like someone out there listening, that yeah, you end up listening to, you step outside your beliefs and you start exploring something and you find the answer that someone else that was looking for, like say there was an answer in another religion or like whatever, you connected dots somewhere else and your mind was needed to, to, to get to that destination and all you had to do was get out of your own way and get out of your own beliefs and you ended up doing something good for a bigger purpose and it had nothing to do with what you're believing in. Yeah. You know, like what if that something that you're needed for that's really important for the, the the good of the world and the good for yourself, you know, and like let's say you're somewhat selfish, like if it's just for you and your family, what if that good that needs to happen comes from stepping outside your own beliefs? And we we as as a civilization, as a society, as a human race, just need to get out of our own way and get out of our heads and learn to listen to each other more. And, and not react and be so emotional with what we think is right. You know, listen to some fucking flat earther. Go listen to another religion. Go, go, go read a book about psychology, even if you're not interested in it. I'm not saying the ones that you find in a textbook in a college. 
go f- uh, you know NLP neuro linguistic programming you know broadcasters use that it's a very interesting topic uh, you know relationship psychology uh, traumas uh, whatever spiritually dark night of the soul uh, look up you know, politi- shadow look, self look up po- look up the political structure look up political yeah fucking the political learn. game that too learn yeah yeah go learn something you know and that that'll help you expand your mind and maybe it'll get you out of your funk and that's what we're gonna be here for and that's yeah. what we're gonna we're gonna bring until you go find your own topics come and listen to us and come hang out with us mm-hmm. and listen to us find those topics for you and that and we and when we choose something every week we're, we're picking it because we think that you're gonna find it interesting because we found it interesting, you know? And sometimes even we pick topics that we don't even find that interesting, but it's like, I think someone needs to hear it. Yeah, think or it like, this should be talked about. It could be, right. So yeah. it's just it's just for the sake of enjoying thought. Like, let's enjoy our thoughts and explore. And uh, we could do it together, you know? Yeah, let's use, let's use what we were given, our God-given right to use it too. You know, so going forward, we are going to break down a lot of these different esoteric and occult, uh, traditions and teachings that are available to go into them because we really do feel that there is something to be said, whether it's allegorical or not, that really puts it back to the use of of doing the things that we said within ourselves um, and seeing how this is something that's been said for the longest of time, you know, and to show its own simplicity in the allegories. And to really break it down to, to 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 see that it moves past believing anything, it moves past any sort of religion, or even to be so intellectually knowledgeable about some sort of science, scientific fact and everything. All that stuff is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's also there needs to be a connectivity to it in the mystical sense. That's the reason why it's written in a mystical language, you know. And a lot of times the mystical language has been taken out of these texts. So therefore, we do have to decipher them in a different way. Uh, I mean, and it, 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 we just have to decipher them now to this point because of the revisions and translations of a lot of these things. So that's why we feel it's important right now to go into that. But uh, even with moving forward with that, you know, once again, if there's a topic specific, you want to hear anything at all, because we're open to it and we like to discuss and to also even do a discussion and talk with you about it. Um, we always say, you know, shoot us an email, you know, let us know, tell us about a little about, about yourself too. And what brought you to wanting to have an interest in that topic or wanting us to talk about it. Uh, so the emails, the daily transcendence at gmail.com altogether, the daily transcendence at gmail.com. You can email us, email us there, um, with anything you like. Uh, also let us know what you think of the show. Um, uh, you know, we could always give us a review, um, whether it's the email or on, um, I know Apple podcast, you could do it there as well. Um, so let us know always, as always follow our social media pages, like subscribe, our YouTube's up more is going to be coming with that as well. Um, and same thing, eventually getting into more content and more specifically. So, uh, yeah, we, we're learning. We're learning yeah. uh, right now. Like we're gonna do more videos and stuff. And I, I actually have to buy a new Mac. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, we're working with just slight limitations, but we're getting there. And so yeah, the the Patreon will be up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually want to get on Rockfin. 
uh, R-O-K-F-I-N. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Sam Tripoli and his podcast are on there. Globebusters is on there. A um, bunch of people that we look up to. So we want to get a, you know, our content is, is, is we're working on getting expanded. We're working at our own pace. So if there's times where we look like we're, we're slacking, it is only the two of us. Geo works on the, you know, four or five days out of the week. Uh, I just moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had limitations with space. So we're, we're working with what we got. We got everything going and, uh, uh, we, we have a lot in store for at least, at least the topics of the podcast and a lot of information. So next week is going to be, uh, we're going to be going back into some more religious and biblical stuff, spiritual teachings, mm-hmm. uh, allegories of the body, uh, maybe even some things with the age, yeah. you know, back into the age of Aquarius and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we'll we'll expand on that again, and we're, we're going to have fun. It's going to be another fun uh, fun discussion. Yeah, we're going to cross reference them too as well, and so it's this way we can bring that wider wider range of perspective as well. So yeah, just like Ray said, just connect with us on all our platforms and stuff. This way, you make sure to stay up to date if there's anything uh, we start coming out with as well. Like you said, the Patreon's up. Um, you know, Patreon's up, but right now there's no bonus content yet. Uh, but of course, like we said, we're moving towards that direction. You want to support the show. You could always do that as well. And we'd greatly appreciate it. Um, but until then, next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 